Welcome to the Nerdstorm Podcast. My name is Kyle, your host. I, I jumped ahead of you, David. You Just start over. Screwed up. You start over. Why? So you can screw it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with me, my friends, good old <laughs> David. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and good old. I gave myself amnesia. <laughs> Who am I? I'm a farmer. Farmer. Joker. I know. Uh, that wasn't very good, though, Hayden. Nope. <laughs> Uh, especially when there's like zero context to that yet. Oh yeah, they'll get it. The hey, part is now. Um, wait, <laughs> yeah. So, I can't remember if we were recording. <laughs> oh no. So we had a lot of fun with this episode. Most of it is us just bsing like the entire time. Yeah, most of this will probably be deleted. <laughs> yeah. Almost unusable. But uh, like always, enjoy the show. Cut all of it. <laughs> Can you yeah. tell us how you really feel about that? Pretty sad. I'm, I know. I'm sure that was so, one of the people you were excited to actually meet. Yes, because at the end of every like um, Blizzard internship, like sometime in early August or late July, all the interns coalesce at the Irvine headquarters. Makes sense. And we set up presentations on like what we learned and what we did and what we achieved over the summer. And all the big guys go there. So I was like, I'm going to be Mike Morham. I'm going to be Ben Broad. I'm going to be Jeff Kaplan. It's one more guy. Just off so, did I tell you how I met Mike Morham? Um, wasn't he at the? So he was. He was no. He was at BlizzCon. Okay, two thousand. It, it was the year that I went to BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Um, he was outside the convention center. No, fighting with a bunch of Asians. No, he was actually like I think he, he one. He was trying to go unnoticed. Like bring it to China. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he was trying to go unnoticed. But we mm-hmm. were uh, like when you go like when you go to BlizzCon because you you've never been to BlizzCon, right? Nope. So BlizzCon, it's it's much like any other conference. They they still have like tons of no, like, retail booths mm-hmm. that so are much there. More magic that, there. Like they have, <laughs> it There's does feel kind of magical. Um, that just hundred percent more trying Warlocks. to sell you stuff, or they're just trying to show the new stuff that they're working on. You know, for the games pins. you're playing. You know, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But anyway, Steel Series was there, right? Mm-hmm. They had a huge booth set up, and all you got a key in your BlizzCon bag, and you put the key in, and you had a chance to win loot. Well, there were four of us that had. That were in the group that went. Only one of us had a different key out of the four, so we knew that we were going to get. Nice. And it was Alana actually that ended up having the the key that was going to get us something. I actually got one of the Steel Series um, World of Warcraft, like their first one, their first mouse. But anyway, nice. um, we were we were getting ready to go up there, and then Mike Morham came walking up to talk to one of the booth people, and like like I said, I think he was trying to go. Like, just go in and then walk away. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure, like, whenever he goes on the floor, he just gets mobbed. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I couldn't let that happen. No. Like, I was like, I gotta talk to this guy. Like, yeah. the, like he's worked on some of my favorite video games of all time. I mean, he's running the company that I absolutely adore and love. So I talked to him. I'm sure he hated me after that. <laughs> you had, like, a crowd after that? Like, like, he didn't have a huge crowd, but, like, I was very in and out. So I was just really like, hey, you know, like, it's really good to meet you. And he's like, you having fun? I was like, yeah, it's my first BlizzCon. I was like, that's great. And, like, he was a super nice guy. Um, he was super awesome. He talked to all four of us. Um, uh, me and my friend Shane were the ones that actually, like, were really talking to him. Like, our, our wives, like, they were like, meh. <laughs> They were like, nah, don't care yeah. that much. This is just some random, you know, nerdy looking guy that they're talking to right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure is exactly what they were thinking. Probably. Um, but no, like he was, he was super nice. He's like, I'm so like, I'm super happy for you guys. You're like, have fun. And 
you know, good luck to you and blah, blah, blah. And then he tries to start walking he away. And then, like, just people, birds. <laughs> like, people start walking up to him. The person that ended up walking up to him and talked to him after us, like, you could tell, like, he was one of those people that was not going to let Mike out of his sight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that person. <laughs> my name is Jared, and I came here to, to uh, I, I really like my work. I like to deny, but I was really hoping that you could make some of them purple instead of blue because I really like purple, but I can't make a purple deny. Well, so we like Alana and I, and I don't know if it was just because of the weather change or whatever, but we got like a little bit of concrete while we were there. And like, so I would felt like crap one of the days. And it was the night that they were doing uh, the um, MO Champ. There was a big party there every year. No matter what, they have a big party. Everybody can come in. Doesn't matter who you are. Um, they call it the cesspool. Ghost Crawler was there. For the super Shane got to meet Ghost Crawler. And this is, of course, when he was still with Blizzard. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he got to talk Ghost Crawler and That's cool. all that so stuff. So he had a crab named after him. Yeah. No, he like the oh, the crowd okay. already been named after him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that uh, yeah, because <laughs> that was yeah that would have been Cataclysm era. Oh, so. then, oh yeah, he's got a rare pet there. Yeah. Yep, he even got a rare pet at this point. So no, but yeah, like it was it was pretty cool. Like that's like you would think that you would not be able to find any of them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're all just going to be on college. stage, and then, like, after that, you're never going to see them again. No, they... Armed escort of just orcs. Well, you would, you would assume that a lot of them are that way, you know? Because, like, I know who they are. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to freak out like crazy yeah. when I see them, but I know that there are people that will freak out, like, insane, like... Turns out you can't scary and like there were a bunch of the developers were at friggin Disney Disneyland that's that same weekend that we went so it's probably a good time to go yeah like it was actually a lot of fun because there was it's basically that's the closest thing I'm ever going to see for a Blizzard World because mm, yeah. everybody's walking around in Blizzard merchandise oh, that's actually because <laughs> plays Overwatch with us and won't get into see Blizzard I've I mean, I've, I've played in Blizzard World. Imagine how much money they would make if they released Blizzard World as, like, a VR experience. 20 bucks. That'd be easy. Dude, if it was Blizzard, they dude. Uh, hey, hot tip. Oh, boy. They've got this spot on, uh, you know, the, the BlizzCon, or the Blizzard uh, Battle.net. That's what you call it, the Battle.net app. The Battle.net. Battle.net app. <laughs> from, brought to you by Blizzard. Trademark. Copyright. But uh, if you just removed that one placeholder thing there, uh, Destiny 2, and put in Blizzard VR, Blizzard World VR experience, whoa, I think that'd make more money for you. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool if they did something like that. Just to get rid of the Destiny I mean, eventually, there, but... <laughs> just get rid of the Destiny set on there. It's not going anyway. Sadly. Yeah. Um, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Let's see how this next expansion does, then we'll see what happens to it. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, Blizz, BlizzCon is awesome. And I know that you're, chances are you're probably not ever going to be able to go to one. Because I'm going to be working. Because you're going to be kind of working in that department. But if you end up being able to go, man, like, especially, like, Send because you'll be part of the company. Yeah. It'll be a much bigger deal for you. Like, sure. Hey, guys, I got you these free tickets. They only cost twenty seven ninety nine <laughs> plus shipping and handling, which is $40. Maybe that's cheap. I don't know. <laughs> 
That's pretty cheap for BlizzCon tickets. Okay. Yeah, considering they're like 250 bucks this year. Mm-hmm. Bring a motor home because we have nowhere to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. I mean, to, well, it's already hard to find a place to stay down there because it's right next Disneyland. to Disneyland. Yeah. So it's already difficult to find a place because of that. And then everything's extremely expensive because Disneyland's down there. What if you just stay yeah. in the Disneyland Hotel? Okay, dude. So I know that you've been to Disneyland a lot. I know you've been to Disney World. I have a quick question. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. How many times have you had paid for any of those trips yourself? Um. The last time we went, I paid for my souvenirs. That (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) We fuck. We didn't. My my point being is, it is not. Cheap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to stay in the Disneyland on, hotel. <laughs> look, so my parents stayed on Disney property this last trip, and we stayed in this hotel down the street. Yeah. And like this hotel down the street, like we were like, good oh, for them. Good for them. Sectioning off all. <laughs> They're of like, their, hey, yeah. you guys suck. You stay down the street. We're gonna stay in the good place. <laughs> well, so like we had this picture, like, oh, this is where your room is. Here's a picture, and like we're, you have the okay, the hotel wraps around on the outside, and like. Oh, yours is the, the corner room here, and it shows a window, like a like three paneled window, kind of you know, like the side of a hexagon. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, like this will be a nice one. You walk in there, that window is completely walled off and fake on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So like, I, and like I didn't think about that until like we were walking like the third day. It was like, hey, you see that window up there? Where the hell is that? <laughs> Like we walk in there, like yeah, like that was something. We, that was a point where we were like, oh, we're glad we got this because it'll be a nice, a nice room there. You can overlook the street out here and see all the weird hobos and crackheads running around. Because <laughs> that's that's something yeah. you want to do when you go to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look, I'm just saying. I think part of the if you can afford Disney. If you're doing a Disney vacation, you can afford Disney property, there's no reason you shouldn't do it. Agreed. Oh. I mean, I agree, but it's not cheap. It's Alana not. and I, yeah, we've looked into it multiple times. It is, like, even, like, their, what they call or consider off-season, because BlizzCon now takes place during their off-season. I think that's one of the reasons why they pushed it into November, because that pushes it more into their off-season. Because mm-hmm. before, it was, like, the end of October. Mm-hmm. Like, middle, end of October, like, right before Halloween. Yeah. And then... You get the Halloween crowd in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look. But their Halloween's actually a pretty big deal. There is no such thing. It's actually yeah. really cool to yeah, see all the Halloween stuff, too. Yeah. I've been there for Christmas, but I don't know if we saw the Halloween stuff. The Halloween one is incredible. There mm-hmm. are so many Mickey Mouse Jack Lanterns. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I bet this year it's going to be all Coco-themed, though. It's probably going to be Gross. really, really cool. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, all those colors. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? You should. It's great. Coco? No. Yeah. It's Dude, like, it's, it's one of the best Disney movies. Yeah. It is really, really it good. It is. You can look at me that's like that guys, all you want. That's what you guys said about Black Panther, and I still haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, it's because you're a cool person. Have yeah, you seen Avengers? Uh, no, no, of course not. Oh, by the way, apparently not seeing Black Panthers made me a racist, too, so. Uh, yeah. You don't like black people, David? <laughs> You don't like black people in your cinema? I mean... You don't have time or money to go pay to see black people in cinema? Don't get dragged into the stupid bullshit. I like watching Danny Glover fight the Predator. (laughs) 
Does that that's, count? <laughs> well, that's like that's a really bad Predator movie too. It is not very good at all. <laughs> it's because Danny Glover is. And in so a way, weird. like he's the only black man that survives. All the other black men in that movie get killed. <laughs> I'm too old for this <laughs> shit. It's because he's so slippery. <laughs> Because he's always sweaty. Yeah, he's just the wettest man in that. <laughs> well, like that, like they make, like, because it's in L.A., mm-hmm. they make that place look hotter than hot. Like it's, yeah. it's the devil's asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's just sweltering heat, and so like everybody always looks like they're just, yeah, just like they walk outside, like they're inside, they're all nice and dry and cleaned up. They yeah. walk outside, they're instantly just soaked, soaked in their own. Yeah, we got a like, new spritz guy. Like he's kind of an intern at this point. He just doesn't know how much to apply. He doesn't so. spritz. He just dumps. Yeah. Spritz are broke, and uh, that's like a whole dollar fifteen to get another bottle. So we're just gonna get run with this. Here. Yeah. Um, I like how we started with talking about Ben Brode leaving. Um, and now we're on to Alien. Now we're on to Predator. Uh, Predator. Excuse me. Yeah, it's great. Is it Predator 2? <clears throat> Predator 2. Yeah, that's yeah. Predator 2. Yeah, Concrete okay. Jungle. Don't forget it. <laughs> that was a two-finger point there. Yeah. <laughs> that was serious. Um, but uh, I just, like, it's crazy that he's been with the company for 15 years and he's already leaving. Like, he, he basically took time, their... One of their newest IPs, and he's the he's the reason why it got so popular, in my opinion. Well, he so. he'd been working on it since he almost started. Yeah, there. So like he worked on it since himself almost day one, yeah, for like four years, and then they put it into development like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So if I were him, yeah, I'd probably leave too. <laughs> I don't know, like because working on a card game for like twelve I mean, I guess years of a professional. Well, and he's getting he's going to go do his own thing too. Yeah, which is excites me even more. Like, what's he going to do? I hope it's not <laughs> we'll, a card we'll, game unless he's really adamant about making card games. <laughs> I kind of hope it's not a card game either. Yeah. I was jo- I was going to joke, like, maybe it'll be another card game, but I don't I don't want it to be. I hope not. I, I want to see, one, I, yeah, like, I want to see that he another. has more than one talent. Yeah. <laughs> because so, at his, like, level, he's probably, he's not making the cards anymore and he's not doing yeah. much design anymore. It's all, like, PR stuff and yeah. imaging and all that Well, I mean, stuff. his personality, so, like, I'm sure even with him making his company, he'll probably, he might help produce the idea. Mm-hmm. He'll probably never actually work on the idea. He'll probably See, I think he will. You think so? so? Yeah. I, think I guess it depends on how big the company is. I don't think he's big enough to where he can just pay people to do stuff themselves. He might be able to get some funding for that, but I think he actually does want to be part of the development again. Do you think that's maybe the reason why he left Blizzard? Yeah, I think because so. like because that's what Blizzard's like. Hey, look, like we know you want to work on this stuff, but your personality is too great not to, to do this. Not to do this. Yeah. Like we we want everybody to see you. Plus the the bummer is that like once you take sort of that promotion, you would then be like a down step back yeah. to being a normal developer, and they wouldn't be able to like pay you or keep all the same benefits as yeah. you would have for a higher one. So. Might as well just... And plus, most of the other people that have left Blizzard that have been that high up just want to make games again. They yeah. just want to be part of that process. Well, like um, David Brevik, who created Diablo. Yeah. He just wants to make games again. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. So. Yeah. So, well, and they'll, they all end up coming back anyway. Penny had yeah. a comic. This was forever ago. About uh, it was like, I think it was one of the guys that worked on Diablo, or it was the guy one of the guys that worked on... Uh, it's probably the one that Hayden was just talking about. Uh, he worked on uh, the original WoW trading card game. But he'd gone off and like made his own new trading card game, and the whole like 
comic was set up as like, look, uh, public service announcement, this is this man here, he worked on this, and I was working on this. He's made a new trading card game that has cards that have sockets that you put gems into. Nice. This man is clearly a monster and must be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> what if the cards could be dynamic? Um, it's a decent idea. I'm just saying, like, that's probably exactly what Ben Bros do. It's just like, okay, yeah. socket cards. I kind of hope not, though. I want to see what else he's got. Mm-hmm. Like... And I like I hope that he still gets picked up by a big publisher at some point with whatever he's planning on developing, mm-hmm. just so we can see more of him too. Like I think he's a person that we need more of in our lives because he's like his his personality is too contagious to everyone to everyone else. I noticed that. <laughs> by the way, did but, you, yeah. have you see any of that uh, Batman Ninja? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was actually I was going to bring that up, and I sorry I thought I put that on silent. I put it on vibrate, so everybody gets to listen to my phone vibrate. Uh-huh. It's just Ryan Reynolds tweeting, so it's okay. good. It's I'm good. good news. I'm, I'm glad you get a lot of yeah. <laughs> Deadpool I mean, 2 is going to be sick. Yeah. We know, Ryan. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Calm down, Ryan. So, uh, Batman Ninja. So, it is great. Oh, yeah, apparently it's it is really good reviews. Really, really good. Have you seen it? I have. Okay, cool. I own it. Oh, cool. Now, it is batshit crazy. Pun. Way intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it takes, like it takes that whole anima, like anime vibe, and just twists the hell out of Batman with it. Mm-hmm. Like the first, the animation style is incredible, mm-hmm. um, and um, the story is just so crazy, but it works somehow. It works, and it really shouldn't. Yeah. Um, and just to kind of give you an idea, like, cause it's not ruining anything. It, it's right at the beginning of the show. Like this is feudal Japan that they're in. Mm-hmm. And there are massive, like mountain sized robots in oh. this anime. Oh yeah. Cause Joker gets one. Yeah. That's interesting. So like, it's, it doesn't make any sense, but it's there. <laughs> cool. And that's like, I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Cause like that is. There's that, and there's the fact that, like, it's just... I don't think that... Oh, and Spongebob does uh, Penguin's voice, which is pretty great. I don't think nice. Japan really understands yeah. Batman. I just don't think so. Like, after, like, watching a, a good couple segments of this, going, like, okay, here's the Joker and Batman fighting, like, the things they're saying back and forth to each other, and, like, how they're portraying Batman. So, actually, I... No, I think they do. Like, you gotta watch the whole show. You have to, you have to watch from beginning to... I... I mean, I could just go ahead and tell you guys. I'm sure everybody that listens to podcasts probably won't actually watch it. I can just tell you guys if you're okay with knowing. I've, I've seen the ending. You've seen the Okay, so yeah. you've seen it. So the whole, the whole beginning of the show is... Um, oh my gosh, I just forgot. That Bruce Wayne. big ape's name. Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, Gorilla Grodd creates a machine that can transport you. Like, kind of teleport you. Um, Time or place? Both, Ooh. but the time was a bit of a surprise. Mm. So basically, what happens is is that they get transported back into feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. So the technology that transported them back went with them, and on this technology, there's like these canisters that are I don't know about the size of the microphone right there that power shit. Yeah, batteries. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they basically took that back into feudal Japan with them, and then. This is right around the time when, like, industry was going to start getting big there. Mm-hmm. So, they kind of pushed 
technology faster than it needed to be with that machine being there. And that's one of the reasons why they created the robots. So they go back, they take the machinery, and then they go back to the future where all that stuff's been used? So, no, they go back, and everything pretty much takes place in feudal Japan. Mm -hmm. Like, the entire story takes place in feudal Japan. They don't go back to modern time until... Basically, everybody's been defeated. But they were just able defeated. to start building. So the, the basically what had happened was is Gorilla Grodd when he, when they actually went back in time, was like, wow, this would be a good opportunity for me to be able to take over, you know, the man world and make it the ape world or the gorilla world. And so Come to Grodd world. he's been the only person he can't control is Joker. But he can control all the other villains. Because when all of this has taken place, when he's messing with the machines, he's in Arkham Asylum. So with Arkham Asylum, you have the Joker there, you had the Penguin there, you had Poison Ivy there, you had Two-Face there, and you had... Calendar Man. You had No, Calendar Man wasn't there. But you had Deathstroke there, which I thought was kind of weird. I think they just wanted Deathstroke to be in it. Sure. But there's no reason for Deathstroke to be in Arkham. Um, but anyway, uh, so... Because he's with the Suicide Squad all the time, like. Just how well, he's he's not in he's not necessarily insane. He's just he's a mercenary. He needs his own damn movie. Yeah, he does. So people does. actually know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one. It's about Will Smith being wasted on a tertiary role. Yeah, he, that's Deadshot. That's Deadshot. A different villain, David. Yeah. Both with Deadshot. the word dead in it. Deadshot. But, um, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I don't even know who Deathstroke is. Deathstroke's like uh, a ninja. Uh, De- like Deadpool is actually a ripoff of Deathstroke. 100%. Slade Wilson and Wade Wilson. <laughs> they didn't even try. Just yeah. Like, okay. Let's rip this off. He's got both eyes, but everything else is fucked up. So, um... But Lobo is a ripoff of Deadpool, isn't he? No. Lobo. I don't think so. I think they so, just created a character that was... He breaks the fourth wall constantly. Like, that's all Deadpool So, does. originally he didn't. Originally, Lobo didn't break the fourth wall. I think that's just something they've slowly been adding to certain characters, just much like how Marvel has done it with some of their characters. But anyway, so um, they all go back into feudal Japan. They all get transported. Now, Batman gets knocked away by Gorilla Grodd at the last second before they all get transported. Mm. So Batman gets there two years after they've already been there. Okay. So, so they've been working on all of this robots. technology stuff and building these robots and stuff. And um, Joker, not being able to be controlled by Gorilla Grodd, has basically taken over. Like, mm-hmm. he is, he's running feudal Japan. So wait, how does Batman get there? Does he build his own time machine? No. He still ends up going in there, but because he went in there seconds after oh. everybody else, it ended up being a two-year difference. So, Catwoman, Nightwing, um, Red Robin, Red Hood, and Normal Robin all got transported there before Batman got, got transported there. They got a burger place there. in Field Japan? Huh? They got a burger place yep. in Field Japan? Yeah, Red, Red Robin. Red Robin. <laughs> that is one of the, the Robins. His name is Red Robin. Um, by the way, our pizza's on its way. <laughs> yeah. It's rolling like a wheel, so yeah. they're just like, well, they're right now, no, um, But anyway, so they've well, already been there, the so world. they've been building all this technology, um, there was one thing that happens in it that I've never seen Joker do before, though. And this this was this was the twist that I really liked. He actually gave himself amnesia. Oh, so Kojima was working on this. Yeah. <laughs> so he just takes like, a stick and just starts like, himself. In the he head. he made himself forget that he was the Joker because 
um, Batman makes a comment about the Joker is that like Joker can pretend all he wants. You can still see that insanity behind his eyes. That insanity is, is always there. And there's a point where um, they lose the Joker. They've actually beat him finally, but Gorilla Grodd come to find out was the, the one that was trying to move all the pieces. It was just Joker. He couldn't control Joker. So that was the one piece he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. So Batman took out that piece. So then now Gorilla Grodd's the one that's the main bad guy that we need to worry about. You know, you know, that old chestnut. True. Anyway, so they find the Joker. It's actually the Red Hood that finds the Joker and the Red Hood just wants to straight up kill him. Mm hmm. But as he does with many things, yeah, yeah. like Joker or the, um, Batman talks to the Joker and the Joker tells the stories like we woke up with no memory of who we were. We were just together and just gave him, you know, this story saying we're just trying to farm, trying to live off the land, blah, blah, blah. And um, they'd started farming like a specific plant and just waiting for it to grow. Now, Harley Quinn can trick Batman. She's able to act like she's not crazy Mm. but joker can't joker is the very definition of crazy Mm -hmm. and that's what joker's trying to tell red hood he's cured but just leave him alone we'll take him back with us when we go back to you know modern time but we'll just leave him here for now we have nothing to worry about come to find out all that needed to happen for joker to go back to the way he was supposed to be was for that rare plant to grow so Basically, what had happened was, is like this whole time they've been in feudal Japan has it's transpired over years mm-hmm. of time that they've been there, and like living in feudal Japan, and um, I don't know. It's it's a pretty cool story. There's lots of weird twists and turns that that shouldn't make sense, but they do for whatever reason. Like there's there's enough logical explanation at the beginning of the show, yeah, to explain why a lot of the stuff is happening. Um. No. Now, when they go full, no, like, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger at the end, that's really weird. It's full on Because basically, like yeah, like, it's just basically, like, Gorilla like, Grodd has tricked the other, um, is, well, he's manipulated the other, like, bad guys into building their robots, mm-hmm. and they're all part of one massive robot. Yeah, of course. So Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's great. Like, they go, like, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, and then the weirdest part, though, is... Robin has befriended apes, or like this one little monkey, and because of that, is his name Caesar. Like <laughs> that would be a really cool crossover. I don't think it's Caesar. No, damn it! I don't think it is. Guess of the future. I don't remember what apes. it is on top of my head, but and like um, Gorilla Grodd noticed this and like become like just basically like there's a point where he gets defeated and the Joker tries killing him again. Batman saves his life. So, Gorilla Grodd's, or it's like, I know I tricked you before, I'm not going to do it this time, I'll help you. He gives him this flute that's going to control apes. No, not kidding. It's basically the flute that the Green Ranger has. Batman plays the shit, or no, Robin plays the shit, and it creates like a, a mech-sized monkey. Like, all these monkeys come together, and their armor that these monkeys have on, they flip it outside... So they can take on the robots. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to some it, of the crazier points, so, dude. It sounds very no, out there. yeah, like it's it's so. And then there's a part because I haven't told you about the ninja part yet. No, well, no. But so there is a whole ninja like, clan yeah. that has heard like heard about this prophecy that there is a Batman basically that is going to come in and set 
Japan back to what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Which is the our actual Batman, the sure. Batman we all know and love. Yeah. Oh, that Batman. Oh. <laughs> so, so I was I was reeling there for a minute. I was like, Who so could it be? like <laughs> uh, they can control bats. Of course. Yeah. And so then, do they create course, a giant mech out of bats? They do. Of course. <laughs> Does theirs fly though? Because it should really fly. I can't remember if it flies or not. But Batman doesn't fly. So like they're just glides. some of the craziest. Like the entire time I watched this, like. This is some of the craziest shit I've ever watched in my entire life. I've watched a lot of anime in my days. This is some of the craziest stuff I've ever watched. Almost as crazy like, as Like, I can't believe this happened. Well, it's dog. just... Well, like, the Batmans <laughs> that we've been getting over the years, Batman. very grounded. Yeah. They're very grounded. Like, that could happen in real life type deal. Yeah. Pretty like, much since Christopher Nolan. Right? Yeah. And then we, the we were like the animated series. Like, I mean, the, even the comic books. Well, the animated series, like the the early two thousands, late nineties animated series, that was even like pretty reasonable. Yeah, right? like like even like even uh, the the Batman comic books don't With get Nolan crazy North? like as far as like unrealistic. Yeah. Unless there's other superheroes within the DC universe, you guys interacting with Batman are ridiculous. Because look, I love I love this the source material you're talking about here, like the Justice League stuff. It's great. But we're talking about, it's pretty grounded in reality, you know? Like, the heroes are on a giant space station that they've got, and they can teleport anywhere there's a problem. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, talking about the Batman's, just oh, the specifically just, the Batman stuff. Batman I just said the Justice League, he leads it all, Whenever, it all. whenever <laughs> like, the other, like, superheroes get in the mix, like, the other DC superheroes get in the mix, that's when it becomes a bit more unrealistic. When yeah, because then he's fighting next to Wonder Woman against Ares. Supergirl breaks his supercomputer, you yeah. pay for that? It's like, yeah, I'll pay for it. So we got Martian, <laughs> Martian Manhunter and aliens in there. That's fuck why. But anyway, yeah, like it's 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 still a lot of fun to watch. It's really enjoyable. Um, lots of action. Lots of crazy, awesome action. And the battle between Batman and Joker at the end is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I did not know Joker was so good with sword though. Yeah, it's total bullshit. Like, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's like I won't like. Like, where it comes to the point that you're like, Batman might actually lose this. This yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, so, jo- like, Batman is a like trained goddamn ninja, and apparently Joker is like, just been flipping katanas around in his spare time. It's well, like- he's been doing the the Karate Kid method of swordsmanship, where he's been wielding everything else other than a sword, and just <laughs> repeating the motions over and over again, so that when it comes to stabbing someone, or raking him across the face, he knows what to do. Oh. Yeah. Nintendo. So let's 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 jump into Nintendo real quick. Sure. Let's let's try and jump on point. All right. So um, Nintendo uh, made a pretty big announcement. Um, got your hand. Yeah, I got there, there, there. I've got like a dot over here somewhere. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Dude, it's my fault. I thought that cat were cool again. He's like, no, no. Old boots. I'll, I'll always be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they announced a new president. I mean, for good reason. Is it Trump? No. Is he racist? Um, try again. Their uh, their current president they have right now, Japan or like Nintendo, sixty eight years old. Nintendo. Okay. That's not that bad for their culture. Usually they work a lot longer. Just so you know, Japan's like current president is racist. Just so you know. Just just. Okay. Aside, <laughs> the one they showed at the Olympics when like, hey, the oh. Olympics are coming back to Japan. That guy that showed up in the Mario tube. Total racist. Um, oh yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was weird. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, so Tatsumi uh, Kimishima is the one that is running Nintendo right now. He's the he's the one who took over after um, Iwata passed away in mm-hmm. 2015. Um, they just announced that um, Shintaro Furukawa. I'm pretty sure I just said that right. I feel like I said that right. Sorry, Shintaro Furukawa. 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 Shintaro Furukawa. Let's keep doing um, this and sound more racist. <laughs> Japanese man. <laughs> I mean, I Local think that's Nintendo about as racist man. we get. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, he's right. uh, it's not it's not racist to like, hey, I understand that I was born with a white man's tongue and my, I can't reasonably form my stupid face around these words. So I can't do Shantaro Furukawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you can you can try like just anglicizing it more the way your mouth is just gonna naturally try to form it, you say, look. There is no way I'm going to be able to say this right and just walk away. Just call Japanese yeah. man. It's like it's when someone walks into a game. So it's like, yeah. So you got a, a name, Japanese man. I've got a is... name from the Polynesian Islands. Like, hey, <laughs> I am never in my lifetime going to be able to pronounce that right. So I'm just going to say, hey, this is probably you, right? Right. Good. Okay, that's your phone number. Okay, bye. So anyway, um, this new Shintaro uh, Furukawa. Ah, Mio Shintaro. <laughs> He's going to be taken over in June. Um, until then, it'll still be uh, Tatsumi uh, that will be uh, be running things. Um, so some of the things I want to talk about this guy. Like, we keep talking about how Nintendo is doing really well right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will give Iwata what he's done for that company as far as, you know, like he's... The Wii did something for that company. The DS obviously did something for that company. And he was... Did something he was headed... He was the head of that company while that was going on. Um... However, he still didn't want to progress further. It, it always seemed like he was always just wanted to stay in the past. And um, it was, uh, to, to be honest, I think Tatsumi was the one that kind of like, hey, look. You heard about this internet bullshit? Like, we, like need, we need to, you know, fix ourselves. Hey, y'all, Shintaro and I, think, I And I feel like he's the reason why <laughs> Nintendo is doing so well right now. So I think honest. we ought to jump on this internet bandwagon here. Just to say it. Um, catching on. Shintaro, that doesn't quite pull off hey, the yo, tongue. Yo, can, yo, I call, sh- can I call you Sean? <laughs> Sean Taro? Is that what we're going to call him now? Sean Taro. Hey, so Sean. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so some of the big deals about, um, about uh, Tatsumi, though, was... Well, I learned nothing. <laughs> He came. He came. Uh, he came off of working with like the DS. Like he was. He was the one that um, the, the, came up with like the concepts the of the DS, one, right? the 3DS, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. He's the, yeah. He's the current president right now. Um, Just so you know, I'm glad that I got scratched and not you, because it would probably hurt you a lot more with us. Oh, you mean the sunburn? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, like looking. Although, at like looking to be honest, like I promise hurt. you, like this, it looks worse than it is. Like it's warm. It'll tan up. Yeah, like, like it'll. Okay. I'll just tan up. Like it'll. Oh. It'll look. It'll look really nice here well, in the next Congratulations on those jeans. I just get yeah. burned and it's like, oh, oh. Well, you probably shouldn't have worn that shirt with it because you just look like a big shrimp. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was going to do the opposite. I was like, oh, the shirt's really red, so maybe it'll take the red off the arms. Nope, it's just all red. Oh, I think your color's on your shirt. Right? <laughs> I think my shirt's bleeding. Anyway. Um, um, Kyle's flasher is a long sleeve now. <laughs> 
So uh, one of the one of the cool things um, about um, Tatsumi being the, sunburn, the yeah way. I know exactly uh, Tatsumi Keep coming in and taking over as far as the president goes is he was very he's very close with um, the developers uh, a lot of the the good parts of Nintendo and I think that's the reason why we're seeing a lot of that good stuff you know, coming out of Nintendo. Quick other side note: we got to start putting up like a bingo for the tangents that we. <laughs> yes, I know, right? Jeez. Bingo board that'd be amazing. Um, that's actually so. Great here's idea. here's the Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, Batman, Back everything. Back to the Future. And then, Old as toys. far as um, Shintaro goes, he's kind of the he's kind of the same type. Um, so, what did Shintaro so, work on before? He is in direct connection with the Pokemon Company. Ooh. Um, and, Pokemon game on console. <laughs> and Tatsumi came uh, was in a lot, like worked a lot with the Pokemon Company with like the mm-hmm. DS and yeah. the Game Boys. Like, like read he did a lot of the handheld type stuff just in general for Nintendo. So we talked over your intro there because I already knew about that guy's yeah. past, um, but but it, I don't know anything about Shintaro. Well, and, and and I'm, I'm trying to get backstory, the- you know, as far as like. Tatsumi being as awesome as he has been, the Shintaro guy is going to be a really big deal as well. Mm-hmm. And um, that's primarily due to the fact that he's got a lot of the <laughs> same... say he's yeah. uh, big in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. He's got a lot of the same backstory. He's worked really well and hand-in-hand with the Pokemon company. Um, let's see here. Homogenous looking Japanese man in a company where he has to wear a suit. Is that what you're saying? Well, like the... Oh, look at that! Prominently featured virtual boy. Yeah. I don't know if we want to talk yeah, about that. Greatest hits: the uh, DS, the NES, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, and the Virtual Boy. So the other, so here's the other, uh, the other cool part is um, Furukawa is is probably going to be more more out in the front than Iwata was. Uh, one, he can speak full English. Like there's, like he doesn't. Uh, nice. Yeah, like he, might he, be the bridge he doesn't need, need a translator or anything like that, and that's actually one of the things that they bring up. Like he doesn't he need actually, to have a puppet. That he works Star yeah, Fox to speak yeah, for exactly. <laughs> he uh, he he's been working in Europe for a really long time, specifically in Germany. Like he's been he's basically been heading um, the European division that of seems Nintendo. Like the wrong place for him to be working if he's totally fluent in English. Yo, hey guys. Yeah. He, so. <laughs> We only speak German here. Well, but like no, in Europe, they, they most, know, yeah, know, you're yeah. Most Could you just let the English, fucking joke so. fly, man? No, 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 no. Um, no, but the the hope is is that because that he's worked in no. the other parts of Nintendo that got neglected, that this will actually hope, like bring all those regions together. Yeah. And Japan will no longer just be looking at the Japanese region, they'll be looking at both the European and the American region. So you're saying this might Specifically be... the American region, because that's where they get the bulk of their money, yeah. so they should be paying attention to it yeah. anyway. Maybe you should start <laughs> shipping your goods through special editions over here. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Also, I mean, at least they did with Legend of Zelda. When we were in... So I, in ninth grade, we took a trip to uh, Netherlands. Holland. You might have heard of it. Wooden shoes, wooden mills, tulips, all that bullshit. Yeah. So you walk around, it's like, hey, do you speak English? Because uh, we can't speak Dutch. Danish. Like, Danish. Well, there's Dutch and there's Fries, but anyway. It's, uh, so they say, oh, yes, of course, of course I speak English. And you'd like ask them, like, hey, do you know the way to this place, like the goddamn McDonald's? <laughs> the bathroom? Like anything? Like, and then they immediately go from, like, oh, yes, of course I know English to, like, ah, uh, and then start, like, pantomiming, uh, like, how to 
Like, let me tell you about that. Yeah. Like, just kind of like trying yeah. to describe exactly where it's to go to get point, to it. But we drive over the border into Germany, and it, and we had to ask someone for directions. Full English. It's like no problem. But <laughs> see, the reasoning behind that in my mind is that that place is just so crazy and weird that they're like, oh, you have to cross the Dragon Bridge and then go underneath the tunnels of Agrimar and then like <laughs> cross all these different weird areas and like fairy tale locations. Okay, so you talk about take like, a trip yeah. across the tulip fields of Hjarskindar. <laughs> uh, watch out for the Hjarskindar. It's more blue. Exactly. <laughs> now, like, so when we were there uh, to talk about like, that place being so crazy, quote. <laughs> Uh, on a Tuesday night, someone was so drunk they smeared cheese on our rental car on the back passenger window. And then the day after that, we walked out and like there was like this like kind of town square that we were overlooking. That, like this big area, open area in front of the cathedral that we were like staying near, and they had like a fountain there. And someone had dumped just a shit ton of laundry detergent or bubble baths just in there, so it was just like just erupting and just foaming bubbles everywhere. <laughs> um. No, but as, as far as Nintendo stuff goes... And they put mayonnaise on their French Super fries. excited to see where Nintendo's going Sounds with great. this guy. That should be really good. Like, for sure. Super oh, excited. Faux show knuckle bump. Faux show. You think he and Reggie what are going to be showing up there? I actually do. I do think so. Speaking English to one another um, in these Nintendo So this meetings. is the, the history of Nintendo. This is the color TV game that they did. Which was basically kind of like those like plug-and-play games. It's like you can buy now. It's like... It looks so to describe what I'm looking at here. It looks like a like a 1980s or 1970s like Walkman, like or not necessarily a Walkman, but like a, a radio player that you have that you just take double A's in. But it's just got like it's so colorful and pretty though. Yeah, 1980s. I mean, Katakana. for the age, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's super. It was in the 70s too, like 70s. super stylized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy looking. It's great. Game and watch. Classic game and watch. NES, oh, Game Boy, SNES, Virtual Boy, Nintendo 64, Game Boy Color, because you remember that's that's what they did, yeah, like in the commercials, yeah. they would scream at you because yeah. everything's in color, mm-hmm. it's like, Game Boy Color! Kyle, to be fair, all the ads in Nintendo Power were screaming at you in, in that voice as well. And then the Game, Boy, the Game Boy Advance came out. Yeah, and the Game Boy Micro that nobody knows about. I have, so like, I've, so, okay. the Micro... The Game Boy Advance Micro. It's a really cool idea. Way late to the game, though. That that thing came out, a, I think, less than a year before the DS hit. Well, it came out... And I know it was, wasn't it supposed to be like a limited thing. Not even original. Because, like, well, okay, you want to talk about limited. I have one that is in the Famicom colors that is truly limited. But... The ones that they actually put out, like it came with like three faceplates. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, like super customizable. Um, so this this it's is really cool. Me, it it is a really cool concept, but it's more like this is something that probably got lost here in our culture. That was super popular over in Japan. No, here's the thing. And primarily the fact that here, it can be styled there was here. Zero marketing for it. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Like I went to ask for it at Toys R Us, and they're like, "What?" Game Boy Micro, you have one on the shelf over, like a card for it that I just brought you, and like, I, I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the SP was better in general, anyway. Um, so the 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 Game Boy Micro actually had a better fidelity on the screen. Oh, really? But like, I do believe the SP. Like, would it be- really like? So it was it was better. It portability. shouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it doesn't matter. Like, 
Unless they were planning on Look, originally was, just upgrading the games. Okay, so you have this exclusive here. On kind of podcast. like the new 3DS you know, and new 3DS XL. I am the only person in, I think, all of greater United States that, uh, you know, landlocked at least, that... <laughs> that probably knows about this I have, That I have spent a lot of time with the Game Boy Micro. Like, in all three of those machines right there. SP had better battery life by a little bit, but it was it was actually more comfortable and easier. Like, it was it stowed easier. It was just a better machine overall, the, the Game Boy Micro. But yeah, well, I mean, no the whole market. idea was behind it was it was micro. It was supposed to be super travel friendly. Okay, I talked about like all the E3 shows that I was. I mean, it's smaller than most smartphones people carry nowadays. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like I think four of those would about the size of a smartphone. Oh yeah, Nintendo the party box. Make... <laughs> the GameCube. They would never do this, but Nintendo you know, would make so much money if they partnered with Samsung to create a Nintendo phone that played a bunch of old games on it. They would. We're actually, hey, that's a good segue. Thanks, Hayden. You did a great job right there. Wait, what for? We are going to talk about Super Smash Bros. for Switch at this year's Samsung. No, it's. I guess I don't have a window open for it. But what we're going to talk about is uh, Nintendo's going to talk about their online support here real soon in the next like week or two, actually, oh, sometime okay. in the beginning of May. So we are two days away from the beginning of May. Yep. So either next week or the following week. How do you feel about? We should be hearing something right about now. that. <laughs> What's that? How do you feel about a tangent right now? Uh, no, we're going to, let me finish talking about the online support. I've actually wanted to ask you guys, what do you think they're going to announce as far as the online support? Or what do you hope they'll announce? They were, I'm, I'm going to start with you because you'll take the longest, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, one, I hope they get rid of the friend code thing because that is still bullshit for an American audience. Mm -hmm. Um, two, I hope they get away from having to use a cell phone to interface with that device to access the online functionality because I think that is flawed and that will continue to inhibit them through the throughout the lifespan of this console if they don't get get away from it. I think that will severely inhibit their progress in like making this like it's cool that there's games on here you want to play right now. But if that's going to continue, like you need to have good multiplayer support and that doesn't happen with the goddamn phone I got to go through. So I mean the only thing that you really need to do as far as the phone's concerned is like just the chat support. That's it. So I have to run like, the battery all of the on online stuff is going to be ran through the system itself. So, like, when you're getting set... Like, so if you're playing Mario Kart, do you really need to talk to all of the schmucks that you're playing Mario Kart against? No, but when I'm playing Overwatch, I do. Well, I mean, Overwatch never put on that. I, I will agree. I will agree with, like, That's Splatoon. Right. They and, you know, Splatoon. Garbage games. Yeah, stuff. Splatoon would be a better game if everybody communicated. But Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, like, I've been playing a lot. Like, I recently stealthily took down my forest field on my uh, Xbox just to, like, see if people actually communicating when I play Overwatch here. No. They're not. Like, no, they're I, I'm not. in there, yeah. and I just mute my, my microphone so I'm not just breathing and coughing into it. And, like, I'm listening to see if anybody's communicating at all. And it's, there's only, like, one guy who's just, like, telling me, like, hey, you got, um, I, uh, it's like, like people will talk, people will talk just in case, but most people know that most people don't talk on there, so they just yeah. don't. Don't shoot the Genji. What he's doing is reflect because he reflects it all back at you. And it's, it's not the days of Halo 2 anymore. Well, no, because party oh. chat is infinitely better than game chat. Well, like, in the case of... Well, that, but, like, even during Halo 2, like, I mean, plenty of people were talking, right? We can get into the state of thing. Overwatch. Well, right, if you want the to other problem it. is is that it, was, it, like, got very toxic very fast oh, yeah. as well. But you I know, like, so all of these shit talking you would do after a match got over with... Like, if you were the winner or the loser, you know, like, all the shit-talking that would happen. Like, instantly, everybody's like, you suck cock, and you eat balls, and, you know, like, it's, like, that's all that was at the very end of every single one of those matches. 
<clears throat> never felt. Never felt. <laughs> they told the uh, so one of the jokes that came from Halo chat was to this day we still it was like land and spend love is a three hundred pound no life. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of the guys that we were playing with like just three hundred pound no life. Like, and he is a isn't. twig. Just so Landon, everybody yeah, just knows, so you know, he's a twig. Is, yeah, Landon has like he believes negative point three body fat. Yeah. <laughs> But he eats Jolly Ranchers and gummy bears like they're going out of style. Like he's a black hole for Haribo. But he's their problem, not mine. Black hole for Haribo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about you, Hayden? What do you hope that they uh, they announce with all of the the online stuff? I actually don't have very much that I can really think of because I don't have a Switch. So no preference, no care. Yearly subscription to gummy bears. I also don't really know too much about their whole online situation other than what you guys have told me so i mean like they have online running right now but Mm -hmm. they need they need to have the same type of support that so at least sony has Mm -hmm. you know i'm not going to put them like hey you don't need to have the same support the microsoft's for their online but at least with sony so eventually they're going to start charging for this and the question is is what are they going to give with charging of this hopefully what must we give Return. Yeah, and I, I do think the free games thing. I, so here's what I think. I think they will be given free games away. Everything. I don't think it'll be it'll be like that demo version of Sorry, the free my... games that they originally announced, you know, about a year ago because that didn't go down very well. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why they put everything on hold. It's just like people aren't liking that idea. We need to go with something else. We need to figure <laughs> out something else. So I think that'll go away. But I do think that they will announce the virtual console as well because it would be the perfect time to announce they... the virtual console. They're yeah, waiting so along with long this. on that. It doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. I think it's because they're trying to get everything Tank. ready to be supported for it. Like, instead of... You know how they were releasing it, like, one or two games maybe every other month? Instead, they're just going to release a whole bunch of games all at once. I feel like we're really ignoring, you know, like, the white elephant in the room. Well, not white elephant, but the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah why does he have to be white, white David? Yeah, sorry. He's a black elephant with polka dots. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Everything's got to be white with you. So white kind of a German accent for some reason. But anyway, um, so are you guys familiar with the Nintendo Labo? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what if they were just really, it's like my biggest issue with this cell phone bullshit on the, the Switch is how unruly it is to just keep, you know, messing around with like my cell phone. But what if they released a cardboard Labo kit that I can fold around my controller and then my cell phone so it's all right there? Just all carefully contained in cardboard that I can just interact with. I hate that idea. Oh, like, yeah? All of that idea. <laughs> It'll be hey, in stores twenty nineteen. <laughs> I I really hope not. I would hate you for bringing that. Now I do think that we will see accessories, like Microsoft had accessories like that when they were doing like the dual screen thing where you could attach your phone to your controller. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see maybe Nintendo doing something like that. Maybe not even Nintendo doing it, but like some third party accessory did company. Ever, did you ever see that Ben Heck made a uh, um he three D printed this like contraption you could stick a hot pocket in on your 360 controller and like there was a notch that you could just like keep feeding it up so you could take bites of it while you're still playing <laughs> that is great though yeah <laughs> that's pretty good until you try to fill it with applesauce oh <laughs> the hot pocket or the contraption no the contraption um but no, like I, I think we'll, I think we'll get the virtual console. I think, I think they will announce it. And I think the reason why they've been waiting so long is, I don't think they want to release just a few things at a time. I think they want to get as much of it out as they possibly can. And I think that will be, I think that'll be the best way to announce it. Like 
nobody's going to be happy about having to pay for online support now. Mm. Like it's just not going to happen, but it's going to need to have, it's going to have to happen for them to be able to take care of those servers. Just, it has to happen. Well, the thing is they have to have, it has to be made worthwhile. Yeah. For their now, consumers. I don't think they'll charge the same amounts that like Microsoft and, so and Sony are charging. At least not right off the bat. I think we're probably looking at the, around the price. They were, what, they were saying like 10 bucks for a year or something like that, wasn't it? No. I think it was if like they 30 bucks it, for a year or something. Was it 30 bucks for a year? I, I know it was like, it was super cheap. Like I was even looking, I was like, well, that's really not that bad. Yeah. Like even if I wasn't planning on playing online all the time, I'd probably still yeah. pay for it just in case. Um, but I think if they tie it in with the whole virtual console thing, they'll probably end up charging a lot more. Oh, yeah. Nintendo in general just charges a lot more. Yeah, it's fun to be paying $15 again in the year 2019 for another copy of fucking Super Mario Brothers that I own on every single Nintendo console. Are you talking about the original Mario Brothers? The original Super Mario Brothers. Da -da 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 -da. It was only Fuck. five bucks. Four ninety nine, dude. On what? On the Wii. No, like they so they they went back and they when that first came out that was the tr that was what it cost, but over time they started inflating the price of anything that was released by Nintendo over what was oh really yeah that's, it was it that's was yeah, kind of douchebaggery so like so like Super Metroid came out and like oh you had this now on the, the one the one thing we do need to remember though this is old Nintendo we're talking about hopefully that the new version of Nintendo won't do something like that now we keep saying this. But like we won't I, know until I keep it watching Sony make the same stupid mistakes Sony always makes. Yeah, which is you know like it's true. Not and now the Nintendo's like, on the top. You know, like it's it's only a matter of time before Nintendo starts making the stupid decisions again. Because mm -hmm. hey, we're on top. We can go yeah. ahead and make whatever decisions we want. Hubris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So with all these other announcements, Nintendo promised that they're going to support the 3DS through 2019 and beyond, supposedly. And beyond. I don't see it happening. I think I think this year and maybe some into next year it'll be the end of it. Until they come out with the 4DS. <laughs> it's, it's breaking. Like the characters are actively jumping out of the console. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and talking to you. Okay, so... In your sleep. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Side note It here. talks to you while it's closed. <laughs> I've been cruising through YouTube and I, I keep finding these uh, old uh, 50s cartoons... Done by uh, John Sutherland, produced by him. But, like, he had one that was, uh, it was basically talking about the history of the automobile. But it's like, it starts out, like, basically the same way as the Jetsons. And it's just like talking, it's this man like, really? I, I, I came into work at 11 o'clock and I'm clocking out at 3 p.m. Oh, and I've had my golf break, my this break, the that break, two more hours of work. I'm bushed. It's like, time to go home. And, like, he puts a dumb hat on him and his chair just, like, drives itself to the this elevator drops down it drives into his car and he never gets out of it like he just wally it it was like it was the jetsons before the jetsons mm -hmm. and like he goes home like they're watching a tv screen and like <laughs> first they're sitting in the, at the dinner table and like once they've eaten their their dinner pellet he comments on how dinner pellet. yeah he comments on how good it was the 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 table rises up into the ceiling and like the chairs just move so they're now they're sitting around the giant screen here and like stuff is like flying in and out of the screen as they're they're watching it. It's just like, oh. Which, by the way, do you yeah. know you can? Did you know that you can buy a Halloween's now? Really? Yeah, they're purchasable. They're like three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, three thousand bucks. 
That's so, what they've always been priced at since they were in there. Are you going to so. buy one, David? Oh, Mr. Table. Microsoft Fanboy? Oh, yeah, Microsoft don't. Surface Table. Like I can Please see. don't. Just the, the whole table? The, like I can just project Minecraft on there? That's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buy a Microsoft Table. <laughs> it says Microsoft on it. I mean, you don't have to buy just a Microsoft a Table. Of... Like the HoloLens, you just buy the HoloLens and it'll do it on any table. Don't buy the HoloLens. <laughs> but don't buy the HoloLens. It's not worth $3,000. Because it's not worth $3,000. To be honest, I think this is just Microsoft's way of trying to make back any money they put into it, as far as R&D goes, and then they're going to drop it. Drop it like it's hot. And then just go straight for VR. You don't think this is them trying to get like, other developers into it? Maybe they want to do it? No. no. Mm, I don't think anybody's interested in it. Dev kits have been out for a long time, but it's and impossible to develop for. The it's, it's technology that's too far ahead of its time. It's not cost-effective in mm-hmm. any way. And it's not easy to program for. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, like the videos that I've been watching, people that have tried programming for it, it's very, very glitchy. Yeah, we tried. We couldn't get it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. You guys, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> that was at the U, right? When yeah. you're doing stuff at the U. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still part of that team. We just switched to full VR because yeah. AR is stupid and hard. But that's probably why they're going with the mixed reality stuff that they're doing now is because it's easier. Put that on the box. It's stupid, stupid and it's hard. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, that would be a version of 4D, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like, it's it's hard to fathom something that's right in front of you that's really not. Mm-hmm. But it's even and more control difficult that. to... Yeah. <laughs> in so, some way. The difficulty from that comes with having something projected in 3D space and then maintaining it there while the person moves. Yeah. And then, on top of that, having meaningful interactions with that thing like with like minority ports or with something yeah like you can't just swish it away or whatever i, yeah. I do that all the time yeah. like the shit that like, tony stark does not possible yeah not yet <laughs> at least not you yet know i do this like you guys know what that yeah well feral movie when he's doing the, the race car oh talladega nights? nights yeah like when they're like he's talking on a camera and he keeps oh, like yeah. using his hands to talk. It's like, like, it's like, can you just stop talking with him? So he like puts his hands down, like that. Like, they slowly like creep up into the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wraps it around the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but the, don't buy the Hololens. It's cool. I mean, I, hey, I mean, it's cool concept, but I've like got, I said, yeah. like I, Microsoft, I don't think is going to do anything else with it. I mean, like, I'm not gonna... To be honest, I think they're going to announce VR, like some version of VR. I hope yeah, perhaps they learned enough Microsoft, with, that, with the HoloLens that they hit. They call it Microsoft Mixed Reality. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a VR and AR compatible headset. So you can do both, essentially. But it's... what Whatever the opposite of doubling down is, it's that. Because Yeah, because the HoloLens <laughs> could be really cool and it's extremely powerful for doing, like say, a VR thing. But it's, it's not made for doing that, right? You can't project completely opaque things. well the, the reason why i was thinking that we were going to get like an official announcement for it to come out to like console i guess the opposite of doubling down is set it up I've already with releasing the xbox one x mm-hmm. like that's one of the reasons why they hey let's get the xbox one x out of the way let's start getting that in homes and then we'll talk about hey this is one of the reasons why you're gonna want to have an xbox one x mm-hmm. you know like it's no longer like hey only the elitist gamer needs the xbox one x now everybody that wants to do this is going to want the xbox one x mm-hmm because that's the next step. Mm-hmm. How do we sell more consoles? Well, you need to produce something that's going to force people to want to buy your console. 
Halo VR. If you can only do the VR stuff on the Xbox One X. Oh, wait, Halo sucks. That's down. what you're going to want to buy it for. Gears you know, you're going to buy an Xbox One X because of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we all know that the Xbox One X, as far as computing and processor goes, is the only one that's going to be able to do that. The S won't be able to do it. What don't you understand? The real highest powered console on the market. The real question will be, is the headset wireless and how much does it cost? Because if it's no, anything more than, the, than PSVR, it's probably not going to do too well. Yeah. And if any headset comes out from the problem is, is that it's wired, it's already outdated. If it's something that is at least as good as, let's say, the Vive or the Vive Pro, mm-hmm. I could see them charging at least a little bit more for it than what Sony charges for theirs and being okay with it. Not much. Sony did just drop theirs a hundred bucks though, mm-hmm. but they had to mm-hmm. because the Vive dropped their price, mm-hmm. the standard Vive. Well, the Vive dropped their price because Oculus dropped their price like six months ago. Well, it wasn't just that they announced the Pro. The mm-hmm. Pro's out now, which is—is is it out already? Yeah. Okay. So cool. You have to have the original HTC Vive in order to use the Pro, though. So you have to buy the original HTC Vive and then buy the Pro as well. Really? I think so, yeah. Because I heard that you don't need anything from the original one. Because, no, like, need, it doesn't use... It uses a different cable. First. Okay. It uses, like... Like, the headset's different, but, like, you need everything else that comes with it, and it doesn't come with all that stuff, from what I've been told. Hmm. I could be wrong. But, um... Any, anyway, it. nonetheless, like, I think if, as long as Microsoft doesn't charge for more than maybe what the, the normal HTC Vive is... They charge closer to what the Oculus costs. I think they'd be okay. Yeah, they could. Yeah, which depends based... on how nice the headset is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And if it comes with anything, like I don't know how much they'll have available, right? Because they're not partnered with Oculus, they're not partnered with Vive, so for are all those games going to still be on there? Or... So the cool part about most of the games that come out for VR, though, is none of them are really promised any of those companies. They just make them specifically for those headsets. That's one of the things that the developers and the publishers didn't want to happen this time around. Mm-hmm. Sony seems to be doing it still, but I think that's just due to the fact that it's Sony. Mm-hmm. Sony, you know. So I think we might see ideas. stuff like that happen with Microsoft, as far as there'll only be exclusive games that'll come out only for Microsoft's version of VR. And I mean, this is all hypothetical. We don't even know for sure they're going to release it for the console market, yeah. but. I mean, we can't really trust Microsoft because, as Sony said, only they look out for their their customers. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Microsoft is out there like they, they'll release this console or they'll release this headset, and like it'll just burn out your eyeballs. Yep, straight. Yeah. Indiana Jones, your but, face. Yep. <laughs> and the only the only cure is put on a PlayStation VR. It'll heal. It'll heal that that wound, you know. But nothing can really heal your heart after that. Yeah, except for its cancer curing capabilities, but you know. but it's also Phil Spencer, so yeah, Phil Spencer wouldn't do that for you. No. Yeah, Philly Spencer wouldn't do that to he's, us. He's got you. He's your guardian angel. Yeah, yeah. he's like free hug VR experience with, free, <laughs> with yeah. Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer VR hug. <laughs> the next one is <laughs> featuring Jeff Kaplan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, VR hugs him would be great. Oh, you just got. I mean, I'm sure, there, no, there, to hug. I'm sure there is one for like the Oculus or the Vive. But unless it has Phil Spence on it, I don't know if I want it. That is so. That's exactly what like you need to get a haptic suit feedback mm-hmm. so you can you know just really. Oh, it's so warm to hug Phil Spencer. But, but like, it's like hugging the you, sun. You need to go around and like <laughs> that's your million dollar idea is just 
certain people within the gaming industry you just want to hug, just like oh, mm-hmm. Spencer, Jeff Kaplan, Ben Brode. Yeah, just like just to find all these guys. Just have to say, oh man, just love hugging this dude. Just, just hugging all of them. Yeah, they're like squishy teddy bears. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you just never want to let go. You yeah. can't get enough of them. But you charge for the DLC every time. Two dollars. Oh, way, way for more like, than that. Way more than that. Yeah, at least five bucks. Yeah, at least five. At least four ninety nine. Yeah, four ninety nine per <laughs> character download. All right, fine. It's Man, two dollars to have them in different outfits. Okay, we've come. Oh God, to... if you want, if you want, hey, if you want Jeff Kaplan in a schoolgirl outfit. No, Jeff Kaplan. No, <laughs> <that was> cool. <laughs> we are respectful to these people, right? <laughs> so Jeff Kaplan just comes talking like a button-up shirt and some khakis, right? But if you want, hey, wait, 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 wait. all like, we gotta do is make the schoolgirl outfit available. No, it, we're not disrespecting anybody. They can put That's that schoolgirl outfit on any anyway, of those characters. No, we're not enabling this stuff. <laughs> but if you want Jeff Kaplan in his diva jersey, like, yeah, yeah, it's two dollars. Wait, diva jersey or diva outfit? Yeah, like, pretty skin tight suit. <laughs> we're trying to be uh. respectful of this man. You guys are. Of whom Hayden might be entering the I'm sorry, of. we've come up with a hundred million dollar idea. Let's yeah. do it. We got this. Blizzard, I can make you so much money. <laughs> Give me a shot, coach. Put me in. Just let us make this hug sim you game know, and what, everybody can have will be watch jersey on, but it just says Teagle on the back. <laughs> when the country is in chaos, a foreign ninja wearing a mask of a bat will come and restore order to our land. Great Shinobi from across the sea of time.